Father, we pray that what will be said, no matter how short, will minister to your people. Eternal Father, we pray. We know that in this service, time is not against us. For time is made for man, and not man for time. So, Lord, we pray. Teach us how to handle it. And speak to us expressly according to your willing glory. Beyond the preparation of your servant, Lord, speak. Let your people rejoice in hearing your word. In Jesus' name, I ask. Amen. From the topic, Righteousness Exalts a Nation, I sincerely pray that, church, you will not think that I am reacting to what was said concerning Nigeria by the Prime Minister of Britain. When I heard about it, I just said to myself, he's right. We are fantastically corrupt. And candidly speaking, whoever actually takes offense in that, you need to check yourself. What do you think about Nigeria? In the 60s, 70s, and early 80s, it was a thing of pride to take the green passport anywhere in the world. Still remember very well when I had the first opportunity of traveling outside this country very early 80s in 81. You get to anywhere with that green passport, they respect you. By the 90s, 2000, even to date, you take the green passport in your hand, it is a red flag. Why should I continue to hide what actually is wrong with my nation when I know that I can do something about it to correct it? Righteousness exhorts a nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. I stand here this morning to say that I don't think actually that is the government that has failed us. It is the church. The church has failed this country. People who indulge themselves in outrageous sins bringing down this nation are in our churches. And I will tell you a few things by the grace of God as we continue in this short message. Children of God, a righteous nation will seek to do God's will. Why? Because that nation fears the Lord. 
Nigeria is far from fearing the Lord. We have churches almost all over. Churches almost all over. And there is something about it. In fact, in some places, in some streets, on some streets, you find some people standing by their church gate saying to people, whether they are coming to church or not, this is the way, uh, this is where you are coming. This is where you are coming, not the other side. This is where you are coming. As if, you know, you go to Oyugo Market and those um, area boys are trying to park your car in order to receive uh, maybe 200 or 500 naira. And I say to myself, what is happening? No wonder people actually take the church as PLC. It's no longer non-profit organization. We are no longer projecting Christ. We are actually even sized up according to the money that we think we have. I did not publicize this some time ago, but I need to tell you this. When I read the city people, or is it city? Is it city people? Huh? Yes. And I saw Ikoi Baptist Church, the richest church or whatever they call it. Huh? Sincerely, my heart melted. Then I read, I carefully read what actually was written. It was brought to me in the office. I quickly sent for the uh, vendor to please bring me a copy. And then I read the whole thing. Could you believe something? Not much was said about Ikoi Baptist Church. It was about Pastor Lawa. And I looked and said to myself, how did they get this information? It must be an insider or somebody who got hold of one of our programs in which the CV or whatever of Pastor Lawal was written and copied it. And yet we are referring to Ikoi Baptist Church as the richest church in Nigeria. Well, I claim it in the name of Jesus. But that is not what actually we are after. I believe sincerely that this church is by far more than just a rich church. We are doing the will of God. And that satisfies me. We are in the program whereby the word of God is taught. The word of God is sent out. People go out on missions, on evangelism. That makes me happy. A prayer life is not in any way below standard. And the pulpit is not badly managed. Children of God, where corruption reigns, that nation does not know God. Where greed is the order of the day, that nation needs revival. Where idolatry is highly practiced, that nation is far from what actually is right. I would like for you to turn with me to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew 11. And we'll read verses 20 to 24. 
The word of God says that then Jesus began to rebook the cities in which most of his mighty works have been done because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. Huh. And you, Capernaum, Capernaum, who are exalted in heaven, for if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sodom, it will have been, it will have made, sorry, it will have remained until this day. But I say to you that it shall not, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. Sometimes we look at around us and we say that, ah, we are still better than the cities destroyed by the Lord and so on and so forth. But let me say this. With the many churches that we have, we cannot compare ourselves with the Republic of Benin. The Republic of Benin did, declared that voodoo uh, will be their religion. In Nigeria, we are boasting about the fact that we have more Christians than even Muslims, yet no impact. Something is wrong. I read in the YouTube something that really staggered me. And I know that the record which actually was projected there must be true. The 10 richest pastors in the world. The 10 richest pastors in the world. Do you know that Nigeria, a Nigerian pastor topped the list. I won't mention the name. I have the name. He's 60 years old. The record says he has $150 million. That's his network worth. $150 million. Let me qualify it. Not Canadian dollar. Huh? Not Liberian dollar. USA dollars. Guess what? The second person, to my amazement, is a Nigerian. He said he's 50 years old. And he has 50 million US dollars. See, 150 million to 50. And that's the second person. Out of 10, 10 richest pastors in the world, huh? five are Nigerians. Five. 
and Nigerians. I have their names. I won't tell you. <laughs> but let's face it. Let's face it. Is this the standard of God concerning us? When we talk about greed, greed shows everywhere. We went to a very down-to-earth village or should I say settlement, yesterday, giving children something to actually enjoy. Guess what? We saw greed there. Amongst our own children, during vacation Bible school, tell them to line up for even just popcorn. You see greed amongst our children. So we're not exempted. What I saw yesterday is not different from what I've seen even among elites. What do you see on the roads? Greed. You see a driver in the traffic being in the center wanting to know which one moves faster. Do you do that? Do you do it? You occupy two lanes. So you actually get to the one that moves faster. What do you see when you go to parties and you serve yourself? Oh, oh, Nigerians. You'll be so sorry to be a Nigerian when you travel with some Nigerians. I was when I went to um, um, for the pilgrimage. I was. And I went with federal uh, republic um, delegates. Not state, but federal. They had to push us to another side of the, uh, of the, of the is it? restaurant. And then they covered us with a cotton. <laughs> Why? Why? Nigerians, we want to eat salad. Salado. Huh? That raw vegetable. Raw leaf. And then we say that it's only goats that eat leaf. Huh? It's a lie. They will pile something like Mount Kilimanjaro. And then they will eat the thing, and then they will not even finish one quarter of it. Who will eat the remnant? I went for a ceremony, and I know that um, Papa is here when he was actually being honored. Papa Ako, we were so many there to go and serve. Then you see some people put 10 pieces of meat on their plates. What is that? What is that? Before the service, before the, the, the end of the program, you will see the, 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 wait, the waiters of the hotel coming to take their napkins. Uh, 
They took, I said, what, why are you taking the napkins? Ah, that is what they use for takeaway. <laughs> oh, my God. Children of God, we need to go back to God. We need to, come to return to God. We need to repent of our sins. We need to make a confession that actually will bring us back to what is necessary. To say that we are the most corrupt nation, I believe that it is actually uh, too mild a statement. If they say that uh, we're a nation so corrupt that there is no hope again, then I will struggle. But I believe there is hope. I brought this to read something to you from, uh, maybe some of you have actually seen it, you know. And um, it's about the president of Uganda. The statement he made when Uganda turned 50, I think um, in 2012, 50 years of independence. And this is actually his declaration. And I will end with it. Father God in heaven, today we stand here as Ugandans to thank you for Uganda. We are proud that we are Ugandans and Africans. We thank you for all your goodness to us. I stand here today to close the evil past and especially in the past 50 years of our national leadership history and at the threshold of a new dispensation in the life of this nation. I stand here on my own behalf and on behalf of, the, of my predecessors to repent, to ask for your forgiveness. We confess these sins which have greatly hampered our national cohesion and delayed our political, social, and economic transformation. We confess sins of idolatry and witchcraft, which are rampant in our land. We confess sins of shedding innocent blood, sins of political hypocrisy, dishonesty, intrigue, and betrayal. I'm going to stop here. What has this man mentioned that is not in Nigeria? Shedding of innocent blood. Killing ourselves for money. Not even as hired assassins, but for blood money. Children of God, we all are here and we are Nigerians. I don't know if you are still proud of this, of this nation, if you can still say that Nigeria is the giant of Africa. If you want to say giant of corruption, I will accept it. The giant of Africa, in what sense? Because of your population? Let's be proud of this country again. And how can we be proud unless God approves of us? May the Lord God Almighty help us to see ourselves. Don't let anybody describe you for you, to you. See yourself 
And let's turn around for good, asking God Almighty to forgive us our many sins and making us to know that only in Jesus can this nation turn around. God can turn it around, but his standard has not changed. What is his standard? If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and pray and turn from their evil ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. May this country be healed in our time. Not passing this nonsense that we are doing to our children. If we continue like this, our children will be worse. I pray sincerely that Nigeria will not go to extinction. Let us pray.